Welcome to OK Girl, Let's Talk, a podcast to share our real opinions and chat about dating, our faith, pop culture, and more. So grab a glass of wine or a cup to spill the tea as we laugh through a real conversation on living our best Black women lives. OK, girl, let's talk. Okay, ladies, so today we're discussing current events and ones where it shows how rough it is getting out here. America is down bad. So we're going to be talking about some current events where we feel like, you know, America's struggling a little bit. Things aren't moving as smoothly as they could go. Also, we want to let you know that this is the end of our first season. Things have been getting a little hectic in our personal lives, so we're taking a break This will be the end of season one and we'll restart season two at another time. Um, Saying that, thank you so much for listening to us. We're so excited to have this first season. So thank you so much for the love we showed. Yes. I can't believe we're at the end of the first season. I can't believe we're at the end of the episodes. That's wild. Yeah. And to think this all started with a text message. Hello. Yes. Cause we we had to we had to voice our opinions, okay? Jeez. They needed to go somewhere. Yes, somebody had to hear us. <laughs> well, they did. They had this overseas and everything. They did. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so we had listeners in Iraq, Germany, Australia, the Netherlands, India, the UK. Zimbabwe, the Philippines, and Spain, as well as the United States, which is bulk. But the fact that, like, so we are international. Right! International (laughs) girls! Yay! I love it. Thanks for our worldwide listeners. It's been been a journey. Okay, so girls, you know, the current events with you know, the release of Bill Cosby from jail. So how do you guys feel about this whole case? And just let me know your thoughts about it. You know, I'll be honest. I haven't read like two, like, I don't know all of the details. I obviously know he was convicted for sexual assault, correct? Yes. And, um, I know that I used to love the Cosby show, so it was very okay. much uh, heartbreaking yeah. to hear that he had, you know, hurt so many people. Um, but I think the interesting part of his case is to see the support, like the amount of support he has. Yeah. Even though what he did was like, awful and he like confessed to it from my knowledge correct me if I'm wrong um so yeah so when he got out and then the whole Felicia Rashad yeah so it was it's just it's just all so messy my gosh yeah and like we don't really know what happened like if it's I'm not gonna say all these women came out would not tell the truth but it was right in the middle of the Me Too movement mm-hmm and I don't know, I, I, y'all. This this case is kind of weird. It's kind of like why I don't know. It, to me, it was like why after all these years. That's why my first thought when I, you know, when I first heard about the Bill Cosby case is like, 
why after so many years are these women coming about coming out about this case? But then you know you read about it wasn't you know a lot of women was on hush because they didn't want to ruin their career, and so it's like yeah. then you know the more I read about this story, then I'm like okay, I understand a little bit. But then it was like so many women. I was like, okay, is this real? Like this really? He really did that? That many women? And mm-hmm. so it really surprised me. You know, it's like, yo, this man, the pudding pop man. You know, um, pudding pop, pudding pop. You know, he just was known for it back in the day. Hmm. I just seen like the one ad. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that about him either. Pudding pop. You want a pudding pop? Like a lot of comedians <laughs> make jokes about that. About I don't know. I'm about no pudding pop. Okay. 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 Well, I, I, think, I think it was before y'all time. Um, <laughs> Grandma? <laughs> but I just remember, you know, a lot of comedians come out, feel called the pudding pops. You want a pudding pop? But um, yeah, oh. that in the sweaters. You know, he's known for Bill Cosby sweater. Like people say, like, I got my Bill Cosby sweater on and stuff yeah. like that. And to see, you know, this man and, you know, like going blind and going to jail, there's like, I don't know, one one token that I was like, oh my God, I feel sorry for this old man. Like, look how look how bad he looks and he's going to jail. He's going to die in jail. Like, why? That's a bad way to die. But then it's like, you know, everybody has to pay for their sins. But I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm tossing between this whole thing. Like, yeah. looking at an old man, like, oh God. But then, like, looking at what he did to all these women, like, oh gosh. So, yeah, I'm torn. I'm torn, y'all. Yeah, I think that's okay. If it's okay to feel that way, like, like, but I won't be on tweeting nothing. Like, you know, he's innocent because I can't. I can't say that. Yeah, he's innocent. Like, an innocent man was just let out because I can't vouch and say yeah, he was innocent because I don't really know what happened. Yeah, you know? we weren't so there for people to tweet about this. Like, you know, personally, because now you now you just saying all these women are lying about everything yeah. that just happened. So it's like now you're like you're a liar, and so. I don't know. I don't think that was a good move publicly for Felicia Rashad to do that. Not and at all. I think the thing that made it worse, granted, it was bad off rip. Right. But the thing that made it worse is the fact that she was just named dean of yeah. a, a right. school and right. the amount of sexual assaults that happen on college campuses. And that is your position of somebody who is a convicted and confessed person right. who has committed it yeah. and I feel like it it just puts you in a bad light and Howard I feel like Howard did a very good job like being like she's the dean but like we don't agree with her like we yeah. stand with people like who have been you know victims of that so it's just interesting to see that all play out yeah right. what were you gonna say Morgan um I was gonna say like like you I don't feel like I know a lot of the details of the case specific to Bill Crosby mm-hmm. but I do feel like I was angry at a lot of people, including Felicia Rashad. I generally like that woman a lot who supported him when he got released mm-hmm. or even before he was sentenced or while he was on trial who are still really supportive of him. Um, yeah. Like I definitely lean towards always supporting survivors. Like I don't think in this particular case, I don't see X amount of women X years later lying about him. Like, yeah. I feel like that's that's a weird target. Like, I don't think it's a lie. Like, why pick Bill Cosby out of everyone? Like, yeah. I, I definitely, you know, I, like I said, I wasn't there, but I definitely believe them and I support them. And so it was hurtful to see 
Felicia Rashad, Ice Cube, um, or was it 50 Cent or Ice Cube? Like, there's so many celebrities. I went better past either one of them. Um, that really supported him. And just kind of, um, I think the same thing happened with, like, Michael Jackson and his like, yeah. allegations of child sexual abuse. Like, people love these people so much that they can't see past their potential flaws and actions. Yeah. Same thing with um, R. Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So crazy. And then they like to blame young girls, particularly with R. Kelly. They like to blame young girls for like seeking fame or like seeking yeah. money and all this other type of stuff when they were really in a room with a pedophile. Yeah. It's like I was watching this doc on YouTube about, they were talking about Chrissy Teigen, but it was pointed at um, Courtney Stodden and Doug. Hutchinson, you know what I'm talking about? No. So, you know, Chrissy Teigen got in trouble for, or is in the thing for bullying people, specifically Courtney Stodden, who was the 16-year-old girl who was married to the 51-year-old man. Okay, yeah. And so in the documentary, the girl who did the documentary, she was saying, like, even though this man was 51 years old, and yes, her mom consented to her getting married to him at 16, but nobody focused on the fact that this man was 51 and groomed this 16-year-old girl to marry him. Yeah. Everybody was focused on her and her appearance and the fact that she had breast implant. Like she literally was on Dr. Drew's like uh, daytime talk show and they had a ultrasound technician come out to see if her boobs were real or fake. What? 16, wow. 16 17 years old. And it's like, when you look back on stuff like that, obviously it's, it's great for ratings, but like, at the end of the day, like the man, the man, why nobody focused on this 51 year old man that's married to a 16 year old? Everybody's looking at the 16 yeah. year old and blaming it on her because yeah. she's like, that's, hyper- our, that's how our society does. We always, yeah, because she's hypersexualized and she has her boobs yeah. out and short, but she's 16. Like yeah. every 16 year old yeah. at some point has a little bit of a, uh, a thought pocket phase. That's, that's, like, like, that's like blaming a woman for being, being raped. Definitely. yeah oh, and she, she had her boobs out like because you don't know how to control yourself so now i'm at fault because i want my cleavage out i can't exactly. wear what i want to wear like so, sound like you, you, had, you had your shirt off you a guy you had your shirt off and i'm like oh i couldn't resist so that's why i had to rape you and the idea of a 16 year old having breast implants that means that the mother took her there with her health insurance and then the doctor needs to be exactly. investigated too, because what doctor is okay with that? Unless there's like a medical necessity, which there's not going to be one when you're 16 years old because you're still exactly. developing. Right. Like that's crazy. But yeah, it's very interesting how we, how a lot of times the men seem to be like, not the victim, but the woman is the person who initiates this, the things. Yeah, because how they dress. It's because how they dress. We, like it's because we, we tempt them. Well, now she said, now she has come out and said that she feels like she was groomed and that she didn't have any, like, that wasn't necessarily her choice. Like, she didn't know what was going on or what that Her mama did that. Definitely groomed. Yeah, nobody talks talks about her mom that signed okay. the paper. Her parents walked her down the aisle. You know, I want to talk about that. At 16? Mm-hmm. Pimped her out. 51. That is awful. 51. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, who else is in these people's lives to be like, no, 
Right, who doesn't say nothing? Ain't no auntie? Because I know I was saying something about my niece. Gosh. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with y'all? Yo, Unfortunately, dad. I feel like that was one of the situations where she had to figure it out on her own because nobody else was really going to say anything. Oh, not to be your doggone daddy. Yeah. I think he was a couple years young, either a couple years younger, a couple years older than her dad. Wow. Does she have uh, siblings? Or? I don't know. But I do know that they're divorced now. They're no longer together. She's with somebody else. Oh, somebody <laughs> closer to her age. Anyways, I don't know how we got on that topic. No copy, but. Well, Chrissy Teigen, while we're talking about Chrissy Teigen related topics, she is just an ugly woman. She's so mean. Like she's she's a pretty lady, but she's like an ugly person. She's yeah. mean. She's so hateful. You know, I never paid attention to Chrissy Teigen. Maybe it was because I wasn't on Twitter. I deleted my Twitter like my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Was that 20, 2014? So I didn't know who Chrissy Teigen was until she, I think her and John Legend got married. So I had no idea that she was doing Dang. all this, this trolling on Twitter. Yeah. I was very confused. But to see like the things she said to like Courtney Stodden or like just like even there was some, I saw something about, I think a couple had named their son Natalie or something like that. And she was like, she basically not bullying them, but she was like, these people named their kids Natalie, like their son Natalie, like their son's name is Natalie. And it was like, why does that need to be mentioned? Like, why she why have you... to say something? And it, didn't she got mad when people were talking about her? Yeah. And that's why I think that's why Courtney Stodden came out because the reason she deleted her Twitter was because of bullying. And Courtney was like, excuse me? <laughs> you bullied, like literally on top of like, basically telling her to kill herself like publicly on Twitter. She also was sending her private DMs telling her to kill herself or calling her like a, you know, a slut or a whore or whatever. That is wild. But what when she said that she was deleting her Twitter because she was being bullied, Courtney Sodden was like, wow, really? You said what? Huh? No. You got I've noticed, I mean, I feel like John Legend was never a big social media personality, mm-hmm. but I've noticed that John Legend hasn't said a peep. So, like, what do y'all think about spouses not really saying anything when their spouse is a complete nut and fool? Usually they don't, though. Sometimes it's, it's what you say in private. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes when it comes to marriage, I mean, I'm not married anything yet, but when it comes Period. to marriage... <laughs> I feel like a lot of, you know, I don't feel like you should blast your, your spouse on forefront street. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, Oh yeah, you need to stop doing it. There's something you talk about in private. Like some issues are in private, like, babe, maybe you shouldn't say that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. maybe you shouldn't, you know, act like that in public or whatever. So I'm sure that he said a lot of stuff in the bedroom or in the house, you know what I'm saying? But he not finna go out because then if he says something out, people are like, Oh yeah, he don't even support his wife. Yeah. They yeah. got, marital issues and stuff like that so it, it'll be easy if somebody pointed fingers so it's like you know you darn if you say something you darn if you don't because people are like oh yeah. you don't say nothing yeah. publicly but you probably say a lot of things privately that, that people don't need to hear because that's how marriage is you don't need to have everybody in your business i was thinking it in the sense that like him not saying oh, right. <laughs> oh like, maybe like part of it 
And maybe this is like not the point of marriage, but part of it looks bad for your brand, which you do have a brand when you're a celebrity couple. Like, uh you know what I mean? I feel like him not being like, I don't know. I'll I'll apologize on Chrissy's behalf. I don't know. Maybe I'm too nice. I don't know. Uh It just looks weird to me. All right. So the next topic we want to talk about is Surfside Condo in Miami. Um, I'm particularly interested in this because I am condo hunting and apparently having a reputable homeowner association is a big deal. Um, I don't know a lot about this case, but I do know that the association was aware of like the building needing repairs mm-hmm. and did not repair it. And so um, it's crazy unfortunate the lives yeah it said it was dated back to like 2018 if i remember of the you know the engineers letting you know the management and everybody know like hey this need to be fixed as soon as possible and so you're saying that the homeowners association everybody knew so all the homeowners were aware of the conditions and deny getting it fixed because, you know, we get, we have something fixed with, you know, homeowner association, your dues going to go up. So did they not want to pay it because they want their dues to go up or was it not informed to everybody? I don't know if it was informed to every condo owner, but okay. I do know that the management company was informed. And I mean, I feel like, when a building is at risk and an engineer saying like, Hey, this building is at risk for X, Y, and Z, including falling down. First of all, like hopefully you have a management company that has like money in reserve so that they can do like fixes like this. That's the point of an HOA monthly. So that right. I was say, that's the point of everybody paying their dues. Yeah. And so I don't think it, I don't think the question is like, Oh, like did people just not want to have like their, their fees increase and have it fixed. It's like, it was so poorly mismanaged that people mm. are dead. That's sad. Yeah. That's a lot of people that's dead too. And even this- I saw that they um like the sometimes an engineer or something was there like two days before and took pictures like wow. underneath the pool and saw that like it was kind of like off balance and there was exposed like rebar and stuff in a pool of water. Wow. Mm-hmm. It literally has pictures of it and I guess reported it to their superior. But like, I, I mean, at that point, if two days later it came down, um, there probably was nothing more that could be done. But I mean, besides evacuate, of course, but um, the fact that they have like photos of what it looked like literally prior yeah. is scary. It's so scary. Almost it also makes me wonder... I mean, I don't go into a lot of buildings these days, but like buildings that, you know, Target, like, is it safe to go inside? Yeah. You know, I actually started thinking like that once that happened. I'm like, you know, sometimes we check in the hotels. We don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to be on the 20th floor. And then it's like. Do I? Do I? Did. Hey, when the last time y'all had somebody engineer come check out everything? Right. Can I see y'all certificates, please? <laughs> yeah, I want to see before I, before, I, before, I book, before I book this um, room. I need to see if everything's up to date and then up to code. 
Um, yeah, but you know, more yeah. people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about you know some people in condos because you know when you go to a beach and stuff, a lot of people rent their condos out as Airbnbs. Yeah, and there was there was a story of there was somebody in an Airbnb there. I want to say they were like a baseball player, a basketball player for a college, and their family mm-hmm. was there vacationing in an Airbnb, and they managed to get out. Wow! But they, they that wasn't their place. They were there like on vacation i heard a story of a lady getting out and i just don't understand like how that how did that happen like how do you escape a building that's collapsing god literally jackie jackie hill perry post it's probably the same lady because she said she was woken up by a strange a weird force or something like that i can't remember what she said exactly and then she said the, o- the only reason she woke up is because, or she usually takes a sleeping pill or something, but she didn't because for some reason she felt like she shouldn't or something like that. And then mm-hmm. there was something about her porch, her balcony door being open and she usually doesn't leave it open. And for some reason she went to close it. And when she went to close it, she saw a crack in the wall, which made her leave. Wow. They ain't got, they ain't, they, she, that, that was God. Okay. Yeah. Something, something you God strange force question mark what you mean like what yeah are we I'm not gonna acknowledge god that is wild that's so incredible Ooh, that's powerful honey so sad kind of collapse. i have to read it because i was literally like what? whoa he got a purpose for her life so i hope she you know yeah. takes it. i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it though because there's so many stories on here that's amazing. That is. But just imagine how some of the people were in there, like just living life, like probably watching TV, watching Netflix together, yeah. taking there a was, shower, getting the kids, you know, adjusted for bed yeah. or something like that. There was one, um, it was a report of a couple, an older couple that were found dead in, in bed together. Yeah. There was another one of a young family. It was like two parents and two little kids. Like so not so sad. Just being out there, you know, waiting and see if your family member gonna get recovered, you know, recovered. But yeah. you know, after a while, after so many days pass by, you just know like and then they demolished the whole building. Yeah, it, that made my stomach hurt. I was, I like, was I so saying the her like Elsa was coming or whatever, the hurricane. But like I guess at that point, the the chances are slim, but like, dang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, at that point, I feel like, like, whatever, you know, and like, I know they want like, whatever, but to me, it felt like, yeah. they were like, whatever. If I was a family member out there, I'd be like, y'all really gonna do this? Because it could be a chance of survival. Like, you know, they probably could be like, breathing through the little, little hole that they have to breathe yeah. through. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. 9-11, because stuff like that happened in 9-11. Like, people was, you know, still recovered alive. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, it, it probably was a chance, but now y'all putting demolish in the building, so all this other debris is on top of them, so now it's like, no chance of survival. That's sad. That is incredibly sad. Dang, I'm really sad that I cannot find this video. I know, I want to see this I mean, video. This article, I mean, this article. Okay, here we go. Eliana's last night in her Surfside condo could have, had it gone different, but she believes she would 
She says she believes she would not be allowed today. Okay, that didn't make any sense, but whatever. It's not important. Her credit cards were already in her purse. She checked her balcony door. She couldn't find the staircase at first. All the details, her son's credit to save her life. So, hold on, let me find the actual thing. Okay, so this says, that evening before the collapse, she put her pills and her credit card in her purse and lit the candle for Lady Guadalupe. Guadalupe, considered a national symbol and matriarch for Mexican and Mexican-Americans, as well as a Catholic figure. She went to bed around 1 a.m., and she was woken up by what she called a rare force. Believing the feeling came from an open balcony door, she went to her living room to try and close it. But then behind her, she saw a crack forming, crack coming from the ceiling, quickly snaking down the wall and opening fast. Something yeah. inside of me said, run, you have to save your life. In moments, she put on the first clothes she could find, grabbed her phone, her purse, and blew out the candle and ran out of the apartment. Once in the hallway, she found quiet, no panic, no alarms, no one else running. She knew not to take the elevator, but didn't know that the emergency stairs were just beside her units. So she went to the farthest set of stairs instead. If I knew, maybe I would have taken that one, the emergency stairs by her apartment. But as she was flying down the six stores of stairs, pleading with God to let her see her sons and grandsons again, she heard the sound of the towers she lived in collapsing. They said she, her son said she had to wake up early the next day. So she didn't take her sleeping pills because she was afraid she was going to oversleep. If it wasn't for that open door, if it wasn't for that win, if she hadn't seen that crack, she wouldn't be here to tell her story. If she had gone down those stairs, this, the stair, the emergency stairwell that she didn't know was by her apartment, she would have been crushed. So because she didn't know about them, she went to the furthest set and was able to live. I'm like, 100% God. That is like crazy. all of those details. That's God. I said, wow. Mm. She said she moved in six. They said she moved in six months ago. Wow. Yeah. Her she got to tell her story, honey. She got to tell this story and she better yeah. use God. She said her move came after 40 years of living in Miami and telling her friends that one day she would be living in the Champlain Tower South. Wow. That's crazy. That's wild. When I read that, Jackie Hill Perry posted it, I said, wow. Yeah, it honestly just reminds me of like Titanic and like the Titanic survivor or like the movie, Mm -hmm. not like necessarily real survivors. But can you imagine like living through that? I just, Mm -mm. I feel like that would be so traumatic for sure. Exactly. No, I wouldn't want to go nowhere. I wouldn't want to be in no parking decks. I wouldn't want to be in no high rises. Nothing. Give me a loaf, uh, a ranch. Oh yeah, they gonna they they're not gonna want to live. They don't want to like go. She's not gonna want to go to no hotel nowhere. Go nowhere. But it, I, honestly, the uh, it's not the same. But it reminds me of a couple of years ago when there was all of those bridges that were like collapsed. Yeah. Oh gosh, I remember that. Even the one yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was I- like, dang, like, are y'all like? checking on these bridges routinely or like mm-hmm. you just gonna wait till they crash yeah so yeah, i bet that now that was weird to me i was i had just moved down that this year that year and i was i was leaving piedmont healthcare gym and um i was gonna see this big old black smoke and i'm like oh that one and i was like what's going on with this black smoke and i'm like it like i just see all these fire trucks and police and they tried to like, blame it on a homeless man yeah it took him to jail. Now, how about y'all having stuff stored under there that's flammable? How about that? Y'all want to talk about that? Put them oh, in jail. 
Right. When they say they blame it on the homeless man, it's like, wow. This that man ain't got no house. Exactly. Yeah, because they're people, that's how people in society is. Nobody want to take fault for their own doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Not taking fault for, hey, I didn't, you know, I stored stuff that wasn't supposed to be there. And B, I probably didn't check on these bridges. Like, these bridges had me checked on. You got millions of drivers driving on it every day. I, you know, it just made me think, like, all these bridges and roads, you know, especially 285, they got all these cracks in it. Good Lord. So yeah. Yeah. I really so many highways. I, I was scared about, like, Spaghetti Junction type bridges. Oh, yeah. Like, is right. one day y'all gonna, do y'all check these? They don't check it because there's too, pe- too many people on the highway. When they gonna check it? At midnight? Yeah. I ain't never seen the pandemic, they could have checked every single one. They could have. The same way the same way they could have repaved 10th Street and decided to do it this week. <laughs> oh yeah, they of course when everything opened up. I'm happy that they repaving it, but y'all had plenty of time, like an entire year and a half. Yeah. yeah. And now y'all want to shut down 10th Street to repave it, but y'all anyways. But um I'm praying for all of the families of the South Side. That disturbed me when I saw that. I was like, it just I don't know. I just, I just like immediately thought like this. Everybody just living their normal life. Like you just mm-hmm. in your house, just cooking and cleaning and getting the kids ready, and then all of a sudden your life done. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not to. This is probably inappropriate, but I wonder what it's going to do to the property value of like the neighboring condos. Yeah, I don't like, know. I bet some of the people are probably ready to sell their condos right then. They probably yeah. are like nervous. Or they calling their homeowners association like, when the last time y'all? Hello? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I would be doing. It's crazy. Wow. But it's going to make a lot of, you know, condo, you know, places be on their stuff, though. Yeah. Especially because I'm sure them pay- people pay- paid a grip to be there. Like a yeah. nice amount. On like, the beach. In on the beach? Country. Oh, yeah. They pay a lot. Like it may be an older building, but I'm sure they paid a nice little in, in Miami too. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. I'd be pissed. But they got a handful of lawsuits, so hopefully they'll get a nice little. I mean it won't bring back their people, but no. No matter money can bring a person back. Yeah. So Tapitha, Miss Tapitha Brown. I love it. I think it was last week she announced that she had made a deal with her husband that if he stuck with her and helped provide for their family while she accomplished her dreams, that she would retire him after five years. And um, it ended up taking 15 years. But she finally announced on social media that her husband was going to be retiring from the LAPD, which I did not know he was a police officer. I don't, I think they did that on, I think they did that on purpose, like to not put his, his job out there. Yeah. But my sis was like, you're not about to put your life on the line no more. Come on home. Well, you know, that's her business. Hello that's her there. business. That is her I business. I love what you do that. Hello there. Hello yes. there. Because that's that's Miss Tabitha Brown's business. It's her business. But you know who was in Miss Tabitha Brown business? It was Wendy Williams. Wendy well, Williams. always is. What you, yes. how you do it? Whatever she said, how you do it? <laughs> and, and although Wendy Williams was out of pocket, 
I will say I could tell that like she was speaking from a place of like hurt. Like you could tell it was like a you can tell from a place of I've been there before where I've held down my man and he left me for like whoever he wanted to go be with or whatever, which is sad. And I feel like Miss Miss Tabitha Brown, you know, had a little clap bag and it was the classiest clap bag uh, in the history of all clap bags. And I applaud. Yes. Tabitha Brown for being so gracious and shady at the same time. And elegant. Yeah and elegant she sent a little prayer she got her she cleared her she got her together but she also was like i hope you find love the way i have experienced it yeah right that's that's what it came from hurt she like honey don't project your your hurt and what happened in your situation on me you know what i'm saying like everybody's situation is different wendy okay and um you know for her to just like you don't need no type but you know that's wendy anyway she's so messy Mm-hmm. And I just hate that, you know, she just quit to talk about somebody, you know, but when it was her situation, she didn't really speak too much about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, I don't know. When is she a hurt person, Lord? Just yeah. so hurt and miserable. Yeah. I feel like she's in a weird place right now, anyway. Like, I don't watch her, but like, just seeing the kind of backlash she's been getting recently, like, one with Tabitha, but like, also, I think. Recently, she talked about a, um, a TikTok. There was a TikToker that had like passed away, but before she told her audience yep. that he passed, she basically dragged him. Yeah, yeah. young boy, about sixteen years old. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, are y'all okay? know him? I, y'all know him? <laughs> I don't either. Like, what? Yeah, she's like, he has more followers than me. She's also a really mean lady. I don't like her at all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a like, watch she's her just show. Messy. But that's and, been her persona for years. Yeah. So. For a while, Leah, I thought you were gonna say that like she's losing her audience. Cause I feel like I mean, I'm I don't think I'm her target demographic. I think maybe older people like her a bit more. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like <laughs> she um and I was having this discussion with my dad. I think, you know things are changing to where if you're not uplifting women and other people, people don't have time for it. And I think like this very messy gossipy, you know, chit chatty is a bit dated and old and people aren't here for it in the same way that they used to be. Yeah. I feel you on that Morgan. It's so true though. Cause you know, you know, in that time, like, you know, my grandma and her aunt and her sisters and all that, that's what, people did you know they get in a group and talk about people pick people to talk about and that's what they did and that's how people connected was by gossiping and talking about people but you know like you said now you know people we want to uplift each other like queens and power queens why are we talking about each other you know what i'm saying and so that's why nobody we like to like girl we 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 empowering we helping each other out like put all yeah. that backlash and talk about each other like let's let's help each other let's support each other we yeah. got enough people in the world against us. Why keep, you know, keep us down? Yeah. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying? Yeah. Miss yeah. Yeah. Tabitha got her together. She did. She did. And we love her for it. I we wonder, love her. Did she respond? I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen her. Hopefully how she, privately how, she how said something. I feel, honestly, when I saw Tabitha's response, 
it was like almost confirmation for like when they when they say like taking the high road is the better option because Tabitha very very easily could have got online although that's not her brand but she could have got online and basically clapped back and got Wendy together you know the way the rest of us probably would have but I feel like that would have led to a back and forth situation however the way Tabitha did clear Wendy there's nothing that Wendy could have said back like if she said anything back she would have just looked worse than she already did like Mm -hmm. and I feel like that kind of like goes back to how even though most of the time we don't want to in the moment, but sometimes if you take the higher road on stuff, there's really nothing that they can do in response because you kind of shut it down off rip. Yeah. I saw this tweet that was like, when they go low, I go medium because God's still working on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I agree with what you said, Leah, but if someone said that to me, I might have to go the medium. Absolutely. You ain't, you ain't, I think you ain't, you ain't be like my auntie Michelle. You ain't aim high. No, I gotta go medium. Gotta I don't medium. think a lot of people would have responded with the grace Tabitha did, but no, I, yeah. I am curious because she did say, although she did get on the internet pretty quickly, she got out, she responded pretty quickly. But I'm curious when people were like sending it to her and she was watching it, if there was a moment where she was like. I'm sure. Because literally the lady, was, Wendy was like, her marriage is about to fail. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm sure Flesh took over for a minute. You know Flesh, honey, comes 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 like a deep in the night, honey. It comes over, honey. I'm sure <laughs> she had a lot of sinful thoughts, honey. She probably wanted to say a lot of words that wasn't up going. She wasn't finna say, you know, hello there. She was about to say hello. <laughs> Something else. You know, so you know, <laughs> she had to get in the moment of prayer and meditation. I'm yeah. sure. Oh my gosh. So sometimes God got to bring you back because some people try to take you there. You like, Lord, I'm not gonna let that person have control. Oh Lord, my oh Lord, oh Lord, uh, <laughs> get me back together where I need to be. And so I'm sure Tabitha had a moment, and um, she probably wrote out what she was gonna say. And she was like, uh-huh. say you like it this. seemed like it was off the dome to me. Well, it probably was. But I'm sure she had jotted down some ideas of stuff that she wanted to make sure that she says in there. I'm sure she, she cleared that woman so gracefully. So, yes. so that's why everybody needs to address Wendy for now. Yeah, it would shut her down. It probably shut her platform down too. Yeah, I don't understand how she still has a show. To be quite honest, but that's mm-hmm. but that's my business. But that's so. our business. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to talk about this carnival ride that almost tipped over. Gosh. Oh, my Lord. Y'all, what, what in the world? These All these people, pedestrians, had to jump on the fence from helping this thing to tip over, like helping it not to tip over. Like, how crazy? I mean, just watching that video, I was just like, See, this is the reason why I don't get on the ride. Like, that was my initial thought. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is, I was thinking about the people that was on the ride or the, you know, the moms that was sitting out there and the dads. And I'm sure there was a whole bunch of dads just jumped to action, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to save my child because that could have been a disaster. And 
just waiting to happen over them them little corn variety that sound like they about to tip over every time they chink chink. That's how you hear. You, yeah, it seems it like nails oh are popping God. out every time they they start them little machines. Yeah. Wow. I got post carnivals and this confirmed it. I first of all, I don't. If I do go to a carnival, I ain't getting on no ride like that. So the ride was the ride. What was it called? This one in the rides that go in a circle, like yeah, it's like a pendulum ride. Yeah. I don't get on the rides because they make my stomach hurt. But if I'm going to a carnival ride, it's going to be a ride that's like based on, on the floor. We're not about to be up in the air and like like the little boat. Remember the little boat rides where it be oh god, back yeah, and flip over and then eventually go in a circle. Uh-uh. Oh no, not Honey, doing that. I could see that keep rolling for a long time. Uh-uh. No, Mm-mm. not doing that. I'll get on like the I think it's called the cyclorama where you sit down in the thing. And it go like around real fast, and then it'll slow down, and then you'll go backwards real fast. Oh, I remember they sit in a little seat. Yeah, I got like a little incline on it. Yeah, I yeah, used to do that. You, you feel you? Uh, That's about as much of a drop as I could do. Is that little? Whoop, every time you go <laughs> like that, you didn't catch me on nothing nowadays. No, no. I haven't been to a carnival in a long time. You gonna catch me eating fried Oreos, funnel cakes, and corn dogs and French fries. Corn dog slap. I love okay. fried or and uh funnel cakes, funnel cakes. Oh yes. And we gonna catch me doing eating and walking around. They got a, <laughs> uh I think they got a carnival up at um Cumberland right now. Y'all wanna go? In summer? Huh? I feel like that's just like not a summer thing. A carnival? Yeah. When I think of carnival, I think of Oh, fall. it's like fall. Yeah, I think yeah. of fall too when I think of carnivals. But yeah, I haven't been to a carnival. In a very long time. Same. But with the way things are going at this moment, I don't think I'll be attending. I'm good. No, I probably go for the food, though. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I go for the food. Like, I don't even know if I trust the food at this point. I can get a corn dog and a funnel cake somewhere else. Oh, well, they be good, though. They be real good. They be fried real right. Oh. No, I see what you're saying, but like, if they no. can't, they can't keep the ride down, it's probably not safe. They probably got roaches and rats. Oh Lord, don't make me think like that. Now oh, I don't want to eat. Why would you go there? You, that escalated quick. <laughs> I don't trust it. Oh my gosh. I still I probably still eat the funnel cake though. I ain't gonna lie. Just make no. sure they fry it real hard for you. Yeah, I watched them fry it. You know, I'm like, okay, because you know, grease, hot grease kills everything. It does. <laughs> I do want a funnel cake now. I want to make one at home. I know. I want a funnel cake in the donut. No. You so know, here's I, a restaurant I, idea. You open up okay. a restaurant that sells carnival foods. Oh, Leah, that's a good idea. You don't even have to like worry about the carnival. You just go to the restaurant, say, "Hey, I want three corn dogs, a funnel cake, and a Slurpee." And, and a Slurpee. You get back in your car. And you get popcorn. They have a place like that. What's it called? Quick trip. <laughs> Bye, Leah. They might they might sell funnel cakes. Quick trip no, they does don't. the best gas <laughs> They they they, they, they got hot dogs. I don't know if they got corn dogs, but they got the some they they got some bomb ice cream. Yeah, the soft serve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's soft serve. It's good. They've got good pizza too. 
They corn dogs ain't good though. I tried their corn dogs. They're not good. No. They hot dogs slap. Honestly, it's a one stop shop. I love it. They got gas too. Get your gas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything in work. But um, no, for real. I think. Have you been to Zesto's before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't think so. I just, I just try that place out. Man, I've uh, never been there, but I've seen it look like a carnival kind of place. I've never been to the one in Atlanta, um, but I don't think they have funnel cakes. They have a good they ice don't. cream. I just went no. there like two two weekends ago. Well, two Fridays ago. Yeah. Yeah, I had, we had like some like knockoff blizzard, but it was good. It was like a turtle blizzard. That sounds good. And I had a cheeseburger with some fries. I wanted curly fries, but they gave me regular fries and they want, they want that soft. Well, I'm sure there's a place that sells. You probably just have to go different places. Okay, so now we'll do highs and lows, and we'll do it specifically to starting a podcast because, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, this will be the last episode of the season. I think my high of starting a podcast, I think, actually, I think I have two highs. Oh. Um, one, just getting to talk with Leah and Tisha because it's just been a blast um, to do this project with you guys. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and so, thank you so much for. You know, working with me, doing this. Good job. Always editing our podcast, Leah. You kill it. You do such a great job. And Tisha, you always bring so many good ideas to each podcast episode. And so it's been a blast. Um, But the second high would just be being able to talk about the podcast to people. Um, It's just fun when I tell people I have a podcast. They're like, oh, my gosh, no way. I'm like, you should listen to it. And then they do, and then we get to talk about it, and it's really exciting. Um, and then the low would just be um, forgetting what I say sometimes, and it, <laughs> it being at the podcast. <laughs> but that's You're my like, fault. Like, dang, I did say that. I did say that, or I do sound like that. Listening to my voice is sometimes hard. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that from... I think we were talking about something and you were like, I hate the sound of my voice. Yeah. And here you are, 10 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. Right. That's it for me. Um, I would say my high has just been obviously recording with you guys and just being able to chit chat per usual as we usually do. But um, to be able to like uploaded and like the whole process has just been so interesting to me and the fact that we technically have not missed an upload no which is crazy because we're also so dang on busy um I would say my low is the time it takes to edit that would be my love. If it if it could be quicker, I probably would. Well, I do enjoy it. I think it's just been a lot with the new job and all that stuff. But that editing boy, you take it forever. But I enjoy it. But that's my love. The time it takes. So um, my high would be um just doing this podcast, you guys. Like I've always. I want to say, mm, I think I guess I could say it's kind of like an insecurity talking in front of people and 
because I always felt like I didn't know the words to say or I didn't have an extensive vocabulary. And so I was always a little shy and, you know, talking on platforms. And I know God was trying to take me out of that shyness of talking on platforms. Like, you know, he trying to bring me to the next level in life. Mm-hmm. And so when y'all said, you know, the idea about podcasting, I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, but I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. Like, Tisha, you, 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 ain't, you, ain't, you ain't that girl. Like, you ain't that. like I really know this is an insecurity I had to deal with within myself because I felt like, you know, when I talk with people, it's okay. But sometimes I stumble over words. Or sometimes I don't, I know a word I'm trying to come out, but sometimes it don't come out. And then I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not fit to be doing a podcast. I'm not fit to be talking in front of people or people hearing what I have to say, mm-hmm. but you know, God had to work on me. And so this podcast has brought that out. So I thank you ladies um, for encouraging me and this, you know, being there and just loving me um, for me being me. You welcome. And, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was my high. Probably like two highs or more. Um, a low. Ooh, I mean, when we started this podcast, I was in wrapping up uh, my last semester in school. So, I mean, that was hard. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> trying, to, trying to work a full time job in podcasts. Mm-hmm. and finish school and the, the papers that my teachers wanted me to do it took a lot but you know it taught me how to how to be better at time management mm-hmm. and prioritize stuff like things I really want just go ahead and put it up there and so it was it was kind of low but it it, it kind of was a high at the same time wow <laughs> and now you're a graduate with a new job I know. Yeah. graduate programs so yeah but um i guess next time we start season two i'll be telling y'all what graduate program i got accepted to so yeah. stay tuned ladies stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> <Love> <laughs> thanks for listening but now we want to hear from you Follow us on IG at the letter OK Girl Let's Talk and send us a message to let us know what you think about today's conversation and what we should talk about next. Until next time.